Transmitting to you from Old Heart Radio. Prepare to have your bones chilled and your hairs raised. It's the Whack Arnold's Brothers Podcast. Welcome home. And don't you know, it's time for the show. The Whack Garnold Brothers are here. We're also... (laughs) (laughs) It's another classic case of us um, being super... We always like have this history of doing a movie when it's like a week or two later than a certain holiday. Um, And, you know, this would have made more sense to do during halloween um for sure such is life oh yeah timing is uh has never never been uh my strong my strong suit right always always a little a little uh behind or ahead Hmm. yeah yeah head's always nice yeah head is always nice uh, oh, the uh, head. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Zinger. Wow. <laughs> anyway, yeah, we are back with the. Uh, for I'm sure there's going to be people out there that are familiar with this movie, but those of you who aren't, um, you're in for a treat. Uh, we have uh, episode 107, Hacko Lantern from 1988. Uh, AKA Halloween night is one of the, I think it's one of those movies that oh. has like multiple titles, you know? Oh, okay. Okay. Like yeah. how blood rage had three fucking titles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Hacko lantern. Uh, honestly, like I, with a name like Hacko lantern, it's so goddamn clever. You just you, like, this has to be a good movie. You right. think it's gotta be, uh, what'd you say the other name was? Halloween Night, which is a lot more basic, you know. Hacko Leonard is a much better title. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Way gra- way more grabby. You know, it catches your attention. Uh, did, did you recognize who plays uh, uh, older Tommy? I mean, the, the motherfucker looked familiar the entire time. Who is it? Gregory's Gre- what? His name is Gregory Scott Cummins, and what I recognize him most from is he plays Max Dad at Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Oh my god, dude! I thought that the entire fucking movie, like no joke. I was like, dude, that guy's eyes, man. He looks like Max fucking Dad. And like, oh my god, dude, I'm so glad you told me that. I like, I was, wow, dude. Like that is that is incredible. Like, like I never, I've never never expected to see that dude in anything else because i was like who the hell is this guy and yeah For real. oh my god like that's so funny i can't even believe yeah, that shit 
there's like multiple scenes in the movie where he just like stares at the screen with those like be I can't even duplicate it. His like bewildered eyes. They're like so wide, and he like I just don't even know, man. Like yeah, he just has these crazy eyes. Yeah, insane crazy eyes. Yeah. Yeah, I can't do it. Uh, Oh my (laughs) god, that's so that's that's fucking great. yeah, besides him though, I I really didn't recognize anybody from the cast myself. Did you? No. Um Grandpa, the guy that plays Grandpa, his name's High Pike. He's in a bunch of different shit like uh Blade Runner, Dolomite, Vamp, Nightmare and Blood. He's got a bunch of different credits. He's somewhat mm. recognizable. Like I know I've seen him before. Same. But there's really besides that um I did not recognize anybody else. No. Um, which is fine which is fine uh but yeah i just love how it's such an obscure thing like this guy that went on to play max dad for you know (laughs) it's just yeah i mean like which is honestly a very excellent role like that character is so funny to me but but yeah this is just so random uh but yeah, Hack O'Lantern is chock full of just oh weird bits and like funny nonsense at times and just like scratching you like it leaves you scratching your head just being like, what the fuck am I watching at in moments? <laughs> like this movie, this movie was pretty pretty crazy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but you know There's also course, lots of there's lots of like uh Oh my god, yeah, yeah the, like <laughs> The devil's hordes being there. <laughs> they do these like weird hand movements with the devil's hordes. Like, I don't even know what they were like trying to draw in the air or whatever. <laughs> yeah, it's not quite the uh, NWO uh, <laughs> hand signal, but <laughs> yeah, there's some crazy, crazy shit in this movie that you're like, what the fuck are, am I watching? Dude, for sure. Real, uh, of course, though, like, you know. Uh, it starts off on a, a, a fairly like you know pleasant moment. You know, mm-hmm. it sets the scene. You know, Grandpa's driving up to the family house uh, to deliver Tommy, young Tommy, a pumpkin. Mm-hmm. Uh, Grandpa like immediately seems kind of kooky. You know, uh, big Halloween supporter. Uh, he yep. seems as he pulls yep. like a skeleton out of his pocket and shakes it at you know, Tommy and shit. Yeah. Which I'm cool with, you know. Yeah, yeah, totally, totally. We're Halloween friendly, for sure. <laughs> yeah, but he does, you know, he, you get the vibe here. We obviously learn more about this later, um, that he has like a, like a special interest in Tommy. Um, and, you know, tells him that he's very, very special and mm. hands him like a unseen object um, and tells him to keep this, you know, to yourself. Like, don't tell anybody that I gave this to you. Um, and this object is like wrapped in orange paper. And we see pretty soon what the object is. Um, but yeah, you know, it is kind of a nice little scene between uh, uh, grandpa and grandson. And tell we learn later in the movie, you know, what grandpa's motives are and some of the disturbing things that he. Um, oh. you know, has orchestrated, oh. but yeah, uh, but you know, he takes it from there to, to uh, Tommy and his sister 
Vera, I believe. Mm-hmm. And uh, mm-hmm. I cannot remember the mom's name, but their mom. Amanda. 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 That's it. Uh, and Tommy's starting to carve the pumpkin. Vera's sitting nearby, and he's like throwing guts at her wall. Yeah, while what a Amanda's- little shit. Yeah, dude, for real, though. And uh, Amanda turns around and like starts like yelling at him to not like car- to like your dad will carve that jack o' lantern when he gets home, uh, <laughs> which I thought was funny. I was like, why can't he do it? Uh, but you know, she also says that he's gonna cut himself, and he ends up cutting himself. But uh-huh. like when she turns around to like go check him, check on him, he's like sucking the blood out of his hand, and she's you know, she, and Tommy even says like. Like, oh, I like the taste of blood. Yeah. And Grandpa said it's good for me or something like that. <laughs> yeah, some weird shit. We also uh, get introduced to their uh, brother. They have a, there's a third sibling named mm-hmm. Roger. Oh, and yeah. he runs up with like a Tommy gun, like a toy Tommy gun. <laughs> yeah, and he's like, right. I think he says like, uh, give me all the candy or I'll blow your head off or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, for real though. I remember that, like, as a, uh, when I was a kid, me and my brothers had like, like little toy guns, you know, and um, yeah, I feel like you don't, you know, you don't see those that often anymore. Because no, th- there was a point where they looked realistic, and then there was a point where they would like paint parts of them orange, so you yeah. could tell that. I don't think that they're. I yeah. think ever since school shootings and gun awareness, yeah. that yeah, you don't really see. <laughs> that as a toy anymore and that's totally fine with me yeah i agree uh so you know uh, all of this commotion leads to amanda picking up the pumpkin and smashing it in front of tommy <laughs> yeah which i was like that's a power move uh and then it kind of takes you to like later in the day where you meet Bill, their their father and Amanda's mm-hmm. husband, and they're mm-hmm. arguing about Grandpa because apparently right. Grandpa is not welcome in their fucking house. Yeah, and it sounds like, um, you know, Amanda's tried to have a conversation with him, but obviously she must not have been assertive enough or whatever the case may be, because Bill decides that you know I need to take this into my own hands and oh, yeah. uh, you know go uh tell grandpa myself that we don't want him around anymore and yeah so, dude he's he's macho man around that house yeah dude yeah pulled a beer out of the fridge and told his lady what's up he's a <laughs> 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 yeah but, yeah so yeah but you're right though like even though amanda's like protesting being like i'll talk to him don't fucking go he just storms out of the house and gets into a sweet ride and heads on yeah. over to grandpa's farm gotta go assert that male dominance you yeah know? dude look at Mock, these like nuts said. <laughs> oh hi bowie oh shit hi bowie hey bow daddy bone daddy what's up bone daddy <laughs> yeah <laughs> boy. dude guest star i guess no he's hounding after the orange for some reason oh well, he give... wants the mandarin okay I ain't, I ain't giving you some of this mandarin this is my mandarin yeah. uh <laughs> so so Bill Bill goes over to, to Grandpa's farm, and you see him kind of like sneak on up to the barn yeah. house. But what the fuck is going on in the barn? Yeah, you don't really definitely see it first, but. would be a uh, a need for concern here. Um, he walks in and sort of creeps over to 
like a wall that looks over into another section of the barn. There's a pentagram on the ground. There's candles lit. Um, there's a bunch of figures in robes. And so you get the feeling that it's some sort of, you know, satanic ritual mm. uh, that is going on here. Um, and what's, yeah. what's, cr what's crazy to me is that we, we learn like, here very very shortly that it's almost like the family was aware of this you oh know what i mean God, and that right? and that's obviously why they didn't want him around but yeah it's just crazy to be like oh yep grandpa's a satanist you know <laughs> yeah dude for real like and during all of this doesn't like that's when grandpa like sneaks kind of like walk, sneaks up behind bill while no, he's so peeking bill, right bill bill Grandpa notices that Bill oh. is watching, and this leads, uh, you know, you, sh you shouldn't have come here. Mm. It's really hard to replicate That's Grandpa's right. voice because he has such like a, this like, I don't know how you'd even describe it, like a guttural low, like, it's really raspy. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's kind of, it's strange. I, I kept thinking about that too. I was like, his voice is so, like, you oh, can tell it's that, unique in a lot of ways, but it's weird. Yeah, you can tell that he, um, it might have been like an extension of what his voice, like an exaggerated extension of what his voice probably already might sound like a little bit. Yeah. But yeah, so he notices Bill, you know, taking a looky loo and comes over and tells him that he shouldn't have come. Um, and one of grandpa's, uh, uh, he tells he, 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 he he tells him to so Bill tells him to stay away from Tommy, and Grandpa tells him that Tommy was never his, and that he belongs to something greater than he could ever imagine. And this is where one of Grandpa's loyal followers bashes Bill in the back of the head with a hammer. That's right, bonk. Just a Dude. quick, swift bash. Yeah, and you do see like a little bit of blood off of this, right? Like when because Bill like slumps to the against the wall or whatever, and like slides down. There's like a blood streak, uh, but you know, <laughs> just to make sure he is fucking dead, they like load him into his car, like pour a bunch of gasoline around, and then mm -hmm. old Grandpa, while while like lighting a match, going, you like like you'll never have to worry about Tommy again or whatever he fucking sounds like. He just lights that shit and burn in hell, yeah. Bill. Burn in hell, Bill. God, dude. Also, I and will he say, laughs maniacally. He yeah. has a great, great maniacal laugh. Redonkulous. He's also wearing like he he's dolled up like he's got he's got like makeup on he's like he's he's looking his best for his satanist friends. Damn oh, Skippy, you know what I mean. Um, but okay, so so this this all goes on and it kind of like shows Tommy at the window and like almost like this glow of a of the fire. Mm -hmm. Like, is it so close by that that Tommy's just watching the fire? That's what I was led to believe. That's what I thought too. I was like, "God damn!" <laughs> He's just like, like burning yeah. Bill like next door at the the, the house over. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Yeah. So. <laughs> like you said, because you do when he's looking out the window, there's definitely something 
that's glowing. So that's yeah. a safe assumption. And then this is where Tommy goes and sits on his bed and goes in, or he goes into a, like a drawer, pulls out the item that grandpa gave him. And it turns out that it's a necklace. Um, and he starts uh, swinging the necklace around. And then in this cool shot, the movie like skips ahead and, to the to the to the uh, chain swinging, and the next thing you know, we're here with Tommy now, and it's like a unde- uh, undisclosed amount of time later. But he looks like he's in, like either he's like between eighteen and like twenty one here, you know, in that. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. He's got to be in his early twenties because they mention like I think that Vera is like right around eighteen. Like she's oh, that's eighteen. Right. That's right. And he that's can't be right. that much older than her. Oh, he can't. Uh, <laughs> fending off, fending off, Bo. Now, uh, but yeah, like you know, and Tommy's looking all cool. He's dressed in all black. He's hanging out in his fucking basement room, which is just like a concrete room. Yeah. Uh, and you know, yeah, and he's just, he's just like you said, he's just swinging that thing back and forth. But uh, just to kind of set the stage, you know, old Grandpa comes rolling on up, uh, honking his horn, bringing Tommy out to the front. And this is uh-huh. where you learn, you know, it's it's Halloween. Yep. Uh, and yeah, tonight they, is the night you learn what power is. Yeah, you know, dude. You, like, <laughs> it's, it's, it's wild. They, like, you're just like, damn, Tommy's into it. <laughs> yeah, totally. Absolutely. It's like he's, you know, gr- Grandpa's been grooming um, Tommy this whole time. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And, uh, you know, he is going to be part of the ceremony tonight um and seems to be maybe like the key to this ceremony that's going on <laughs> this is where the, they're, they're like they're, you know their horns they're, yeah they're that's, like, what, that's what it is yeah <laughs> yeah they like they like, they like, pre- like press their fingers together in the shape of the horns and it's just like <laughs> it's this like like bonding moment or something like it's just it's so great dude like because like you it's know, ridiculous oh, it's so laughable tommy's just like captain morgan on the fucking back of the truck you know like yeah like, but what's funny is that like yeah so you learn that tommy's gonna be like part of something going on tonight and mm-hmm. you know based you know based on what you saw earlier halloween is apparently the big night for grandpa so mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. uh it's just funny like as grandpa's driving away tommy like takes off his aviator shades and then just like stares right at the camera yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and he definitely has some very, uh, very creepy eyes. Um, oh my god, dude, Max Dad, yeah. Uh. <laughs> and then we get one of the most unsettling, disturbing, creepy. It's almost unnecessary scenes of the movie, and I was just like, it's so bad. I was at a loss for words. So grandpa drives off and as he's driving along, his daughter, Amanda, you know, is in the road, beckons him to stop. And, um, there's just so much that happens here. It's crazy. The first thing that grandpa says is that Tommy belongs to the two of us together and that he has plans for Tommy. Um, 
And then we learn here that she is fully aware that he killed Bill. And it's yeah. just like, it's totally okay. Like, police weren't involved. Like, this is just a family matter, you know? Oh, my God, dude. There's so much of that shit in this movie. But the icing on the cake is, and we get flashbacks. So apparently, we're led to believe that on her wedding night, her dad sexually assaulted her and impregnated her with Tommy. So not only is he Tammy, Tommy's grandpa, but he's also Tommy's dad. Um, and also in this scene, he calls her a beautiful and lurid woman and tells her that you can't stop what is meant to be. You have no power here. And it's... It's so grody, dude. It's so gross. Yeah. Like he like, shock. and he tries to like, he basically tries to like assault her again in this sequence while it's showing you these flashbacks. Right. Like, it's so gross. And yeah, like I was not expecting that. Like, if I was looking at my bingo card, that was not on there. No. <laughs> you know what I mean? And uh, I am glad that this is the only mention of it and that it's not brought up again. But it was just such a baffling. Yeah, it's disturbing so yeah it's just so weird uh but yeah like uh grandpa eventually like in a huff and a puff like starts getting in his car and he turns around and like in like the most like sort of like i don't know prissia <laughs> fashion he like throws up some horns at at amanda and like gets yeah. in his truck and like you know, drives off like <laughs> he does that so much in the movie it's almost it's, like a it's like a mix between like a Spider-Man, like, yep. and like a and like a NWO, uh, you know, with like too sweet hand gesture. Um, <laughs> you got, you can tell that uh, the you know the actor had a ton of fun playing this role because he definitely hams it up. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, um, very, very. It's a scene that leaves you. Uh, feeling dirty after have, having watched it. Yeah, that's true. Uh, <laughs> uh, but then, you know, uh, kind of takes you to like shortly after that, uh, Amanda seems to be working out in the yard and uh, Vera's friend Beth walks up. Mm -hmm. And, uh, they, you know, they have this brief dialogue. I think, you know, Amanda's just like, is Beth, you know, is she expecting you or something? Um, no, I'm here to surprise her. Yeah, that's right. Because we learned yeah. that there's a uh, a Halloween party that's happening later oh, yeah. that night. And so they're going to be getting dressed up and going to this party together. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, then it's like it takes you into bath time with Vera, who's scrubbing a, scrubbing and uh, scrubbing on up in that tub. Taking and, a bath. Yeah. Oh, dear, I love a good bath love a good bath it's been uh, a long time since i've taken a nice bath but they are very relaxing so oh yeah hub time is is fun time you know yeah it's also a uh it's not like uh, uh like um what's the word it's not like a gratuitous or anything uh but it is an ex it is an excuse to get you know a little tit shot in as well there's like um, there, there's a shocking amount of titties in this movie. I got to be honest. I was like, why why so many titties? Like, 
Right. Uh, right. But including yeah, so, one, including one later in the movie that we'll talk about. That is just another moment in this movie that you're like, "What the fuck is going on?" <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. So anyway, continue with bat. So what's going on with bat time? Uh, yeah. So you know, like we said, she's scrubbing up. Um, and you know, you see her grab a loofah, and then next thing you know, you see this like big old creepy crawly spider kind of like be like you know uh, up on the up on the edge of the tub and she grabs it and like picks it up and starts like scrubbing her face with it you know and and whatnot and then you know <laughs> realizes it's a spider and freaks out and uh and that's when you know surprise it was actually just a prank by her good friend beth Beth, yeah yeah, yeah and but you know beth tells her uh that uh halloween is her favorite day of the year as well um wow that's cool you know, maybe not to the extent that of grandpa but no. I, i'm a you know i can get behind a character that uh enjoys halloween because it's also you know Man. my favorite uh you know time of the year and i'm sure it's yours as well so yeah you know I, uh, I definitely uh, like that about Beth. I was like, right on, Beth. Yeah, we uh, also learned that she's going to be going to the party as uh, Princess Diana, um, mm, and that she mm. and that she, we get a lot of cheesy dialogue from her. And one of the her first lines of cheesy dialogue is, uh, "Hopefully, I'll meet my prince charming." <laughs> oh yeah, dude. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, princess. Princess Di Diana would be a good costume now, you know. I think I like it to be a. It's been long enough, right? Right. Uh, but yeah, like it's you know, this is kind of like like you said, this you establish that they're going out tonight and all this. Um, I got to be honest though, the banter between those two sometimes is like a little annoying. Oh, absolutely. You're just like I'm tired of it, <laughs> but. But that's when uh, you kind of catch up with what Roger's doing, like right after this sequence, right? Like he's right, right, Mister. Uh, he's the off an officer of the law. Yeah, yeah. He seems to be the most. Um, I would say, I guess you could say the most successful uh, of the three, because um, Tommy and you know and Beth are still living at home, and it's okay, you know, that's okay for an eighteen year old. This, I'm not knocking that. But it seems like, you know, Roger's uh, this rookie cop, and he's the only child that is not living at home. Yeah, um, yeah. He's doing what, something for himself, I guess, you know? Yeah, yeah, he's... And I, th I think that, like... It's just interesting, because in that first scene, you know, he runs out with the gun, so maybe it was, like, always his... Um, like lifelong yeah. dream to be a police officer, perhaps. Yeah, that could be. But yeah, it's just a pretty quick scene. And his uh, sergeant tells him that he wants to go uh, to the cemetery to, ch to check out a grave that was overturned. And that's where we get, there's so much dialogue in this movie, like little one, like corny one-liners that were written and it gets overkill. Um, and it starts here with Roger says, well, yeah, Sarge, I know it's a grave situation. Ugh. It's bad. And it only escalates. <laughs> there's there's a lot of it throughout the movie. And That's it's almost 
I, I, it's almost like I looked up who directed the movie, but I didn't see who wrote it. Like the same person that directed it wrote it. And I'm not familiar with um, the director too much, but it sounds like he's done a lot of like, uh, like B-horror, uh, Jag Mundra. He's got a, the Jigsaw Murders, Night Eyes. Um, but I'm not sure who wrote the movie, but it's definitely um, full of like Laffy Taffy type jokes. So, oh yeah, it, it's it's corny as hell all over the all over this dang movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, so you know, uh, then it takes you back to the house where uh, Amanda goes <laughs> and like pounds on Tommy's door, and he's like trying, you know, she has this kind of like. F- emotional breakdown we'll say while tommy's just you know he like go ah. away yeah, yeah. <laughs> dude it's so classic <laughs> he just Tom- wants to oh. listen to some music yeah dude and oh my god dude this this is my favorite sequence i love this i love this part like he <laughs> he, he like picks out a tape and he pops in his walkman and he like you know immediately trans it transports you to this like you know, I I don't know rock and roll stage where the him and this band are playing this song. This like I don't even know what it's called, but it just repeats like "You're the Devil's Son." son, son. Tommy's like playing the guitar and staring really crazily with his like he almost he's got like a Zoolander blue steel look on his face like, <laughs> and then, you know, and, and he's like shredding, and then uh, you know, every like everything seems pretty cool, and then all of a sudden. This like beautiful uh, uh, lady just like a, gets zapped into this you know nearby doorway, and she's wearing like a basically just like a bikini with some like a bone necklace and like a little bone thing around her waist. And <laughs> it's, it's, just, it's just so crazy, dude. Like they're rocking out, and she kind of like comes dancing on up, and it's all like weird. And then she like. You know, <laughs> she like, like, and this song's just chugging along this entire time. You're the devil's son. It's pretty. Ca- it's catchy. It's, it's a catchy, catchy song, honestly. But like, she like, she like dances on up, and then like, her eyes glow, and then these like lasers shoot out and like spread around and like hit every other member of the band and just zap them out of existence. Yeah. And so it's, and they're like bright green lasers. Dude. Yeah, her, her eyes turn red, and then these like green lasers shoot out. It's fucking great. And then she like approaches Tommy, you know, like like she, you know, I do like maybe she wants to buck. I don't know. I thought that's what she, was gonna. I, I thought that's what was gonna happen. Is that yeah, we're gonna dude. get a buck down? Yeah. Buck down, <laughs> buck down a rock town. Okay, uh, but you know she. Cause like, cause like she like, I don't know. So somehow Tommy like ends up like on the, on his back on the ground. And she like, once again, like laser zaps, like, like out of her eyes and just like makes his uh, guitar turn into a fucking trident. Yeah. <laughs> and then, and then yeah. it starts taking a turn, dude. Like as if it wasn't weird enough. She like stabs Tommy in the neck with the Triton, and then that's when you have like start having flashes of him in bed, like you know. Like and so you know sequence. it's like yeah. yeah. 
but then like you know like she stabs him a few times and it's a pretty it's a pretty good stab shot you see like the blade in the neck and some blood uh yeah but then she like ha- like reaches down and like pulls up his severed head and you know then he wakes up and you know and everything but you're just like what the fuck just happened man <laughs> yeah it was it was it was crazed because like you said you're like he pops the tape into it you know lays back in bed and i just want to point out that he doesn't have any sheets on his bed so he's just sleeping on a mattress which is fucking disgusting um yeah just just a mattress on like the concrete floor man this dream sequence is one of the nuttiest it was incredible you're the devil's son son oh god man it was I loved it. I loved every moment of it. I was like, I watched it probably like three times back to back because I was just like, I was just like, I was like, this is insane. This is awesome. This is fucking absurd. Like, they probably had fun shooting that scene for sure. Oh my god, dude, yeah. Uh, But yeah, like you said, like Tommy wakes up and he's all like, you know, like, like what the fuck kind of happened? Like, and then it takes you to. Uh, like outside the house and you see somebody on a motorcycle riding up mm-hmm. and it's like honestly this property is gorgeous like it's yeah, fucking for sure. huge and like it's it's awesome uh, but yeah ro- like it ends up being Roger and he rolls up and Amanda's outside still doing yard work mm-hmm. um, and like you can tell like they have like a pretty close bond right right uh, through their like little dialogue, you know, he rolls up and she's freaking out about Tommy, you know, and he's just trying to be reassuring and you know, um, maybe I can talk to him, kind of thing. Yeah, because uh, she, she talks about how Tommy's driving him crazy, driving her crazy. Um, and she talks about how she can't help or control him, and mentions the company he keeps, and then that's when it cuts away. Um, and we get introduced to Nora, who yeah. is this, you know, attractive blonde who is buying a uh, crate full of booze. Um, <laughs> and as she walks away, there's like this other group of people. And we learn later one of them is Brian, uh, Vera's boyfriend. But there's this group of people um, and they talk about, you know, how she has a tattoo on her butt, <laughs> how she's weird, how she hangs out with Tommy. And they also make mention of how they're decorating the party hall later. And then the next shot we have is of Nora's ass with this, like, it looks like it was done with a Sharpie. There's like a pentagram tattoo on her ass as she's like loading the beer into the crater back of her uh, car. It was hilarious. It looked like it was seriously just drawn with Sharpie. Yeah, dude. Yeah, it's so, it's so ridiculous. Like, just... (laughs) tacky yeah tommy's there you know looking cool with his cut off black t-shirt mm-hmm. and his or button up excuse me and his uh and you know he's smoking a stoke yeah uh, you know and nora seems to be in on what's going on because she may you know like makes a mention that we gotta like get you ready or celebrate your big day you know mm-hmm. but ultimate cock block grandpa with his fuck like just comes waltzing on up yeah out of nowhere you know what are you doing here like <laughs> that's kind of what his voice exactly sounds like that's probably the best um like Dude. uh mimic of what it sounds like 
Um, and he has a pretty great line here. He goes, ordinarily, oh. I'd say, <laughs> ordinarily, <laughs> I'd say, screw her brains out, but I'm not sure that little witch has any. <laughs> <laughs> Ah. <laughs> Grandpa's a savage. He is. He is. And he yeah, tells man. Tommy that he has to be pure for tonight and yeah. to get his ass home. Yeah. So that means no fucking for Tommy. Yeah. Get your butt home. Yeah. He's a. Uh... But like, so they depart. Like Tommy gets in the car and then him and Nora drive off. And like, there's a shot of Grandpa like. You know, like looking at after at the car as it drives off, just sort of shaking his head, and he just he's just talking. He, like he doesn't say any words. He's just like <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you just yeah. like what? Whoa, what just happened? <laughs> he speaks a bunch of gibberish, like the uh, <laughs> like Farmer Fran from Waterboy. You know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah dude for real though it's oh, like, he's, he's such a weird character man he's and he's he's also got like crazy eyes in a way like yeah. he's yeah you know, well he's just, yeah i mean tommy got his crazy eyes from his grandpa that's been established so do you, does that mean is it yeah it's crazy it's absolutely nuts their eyes man but so nora ends up like dropping tommy off at home as tommy like <laughs> you know and she like you know, i think she said what, what did she said she's like you know if you change your mind i'll be in the pool all day yeah and, which gosh that'd be nice you know uh but tommy like goes goes towards his room and you know Amanda's just like staring at him through the screen door there's a tense moment where they look at each other and then he storms downstairs to his basement hole yeah she also kind of has a somewhat uh creepy stare as well I think it runs in the family yeah I think so man this is where this this next uh conversation between Vera and Beth is ridiculous too um so Beth is talking to Vera about how her and Brian have been dating for a month, but haven't oh. fucked yet. Yeah. She's like giving her, giving her friend shit because, uh, she hasn't fucked her boyfriend that they've only been dating for a month. You know what I mean? Like haven't been putting out. That's what she's, crazy. That's, that's what she's throwing in her face. Yeah. It, yeah. It's so nuts. And then, but Vera, Vera is also like, well, that might change. Yeah. Ah, yeah. Tonight yeah. he's gonna get a treat or something like yeah, that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My God. Oh, uh, then it takes fuck. you down downstairs where like uh Roger and Amanda are having some afternoon tea. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Amanda's complaining that Vera's never there. And Rod, that's when Roger reminds her, like, you know, like she's 18, she's just, you know, a young adult, like, yeah, she's not a child anymore. Yeah, she's doing her thing. Like, it's almost like the her mom is like fixated on the fact that her, you know, children are growing up and growing apart, and that they're not the family they once were, you know, when you're kids, you know what I mean? Like, that's not gonna that's not a permanent thing that doesn't last forever and i know some parents have issue with that you know their kids are growing up they're leaving the house and it's a it's a hard thing to deal with but yeah she seems to be very uh having a trouble with that let's say yeah she's really trying hard to like 
keep them uh, as close as the, uh, uh, as she can. It seems like. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this is also where, like, you know, uh, Roger says, you know, he'll like go try and talk to Tommy um, because obviously she's very troubled by Tommy. Yeah. He also gets introduced to Beth. Oh, yeah, that's uh, right. That's right. And she's like, seems to be, you know, impressed um, <clears throat> that he's a cop and that he's going to be there at the party tonight to sort of, you know, uh, well, that's crazy to me. There's this like town party yeah. and a, co- a cop's going to be there to make sure no, you know, tomfoolery is afoot or something like it's so ridiculous. Dude, once we get to the bar, the party itself is it, like, I have something to think, say about that. Like oh, uh, that's, it's crazy. It's awesome. It's, it's awesome that there's a town party, but like, yeah, you're right. Like, it's like, it's like, they're going to yeah, have an officer there to make sure shenanigans are not happening. Mm-hmm. And, it's, and it's young Roger. Yeah. The rookie cop. They decide yeah. to, you know, give this job. But anyway, back to what you were saying. Oh, um, yes. <laughs> so, so Roger goes and knocks on Tommy's door, right? And there's this, like, it goes on way too long, if you ask me. Like, like he knocks, you know, bangs on the door, and Tommy's like, who is it? You know, and, like. He's got, like, a Rambo headband on. <laughs> oh, my God, yeah, dude. He's, like, working out. He's pumping fucking iron in his, yeah. his, his boneyard. And, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and... And he's like, "Are you alone?" And Roger's like, "Yeah." <laughs> and then, then he goes over. He stops lifting his weights, and he goes over, and does a couple pull-ups, you know, to like show the viewer how fucking awesome he is. Uh, I counted. I think he literally does two. So okay. you know, yeah, f- fucking weak. Uh, but two more he's than like, I can do. Then he's like, then, then he like, you know, just to make, double make sure he's like, is mom with you? He sounds like a, he just sounds like a fucking teenager, dude. Like for real, for yeah. real. And uh, once it's verified that Roger's alone, he goes down there and basically tries to give Tommy like the, uh, like a, a sort of like slap in the face, slap, like, like wake up kind of like pep top. Where mm-hmm. he's like, you know, walking around, he picks up like an old trophy of Tom. He's like, I remember when you won this. And Tommy's like, I don't like not really giving a shit. And then Roger at one point, I think he says, like, why don't you do something with your life? <laughs> well, yeah, why don't you do something meaningful, meaningful. with your yeah. life? Like I think there was a nicer way that he could have went about this conversation. That's a pretty fucking rude thing to say to somebody. Uh, even if it is true, you know what I mean? Like there's nicer ways to say that, you know, like don't you could say like, uh, don't you, don't don't you want more for your life or, uh, you know, but yeah, Rogers definitely, you know, he's the younger brother here. Um, but he's obviously, um, done a little more maturing and growing up than tommy so but tommy shows him what the fuck he's been up to yeah walks over to the closet and opens the door and just shows roger this like fucking intense little like satan worshiping uh altar that he has just like hidden in his closet like there's like a human skull in there (laughs) yeah there's there's like weird jars full of liquid, um, a, a pentagram, a, a human skull, an upside down cross. Yeah, he's like, it was just the funny, like, 
like the way he was like, check this out, you know? Yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. <laughs> oh, yeah. You want to see something cool, dude? You want to see some shit, bro? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was it's wild. ridiculous. Yeah, I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't even know how to properly react to that. I'd be yeah, like, don't... well, this is neat. <laughs> yeah, thanks, Tom. Um, no, but then we get a quick scene of, I don't even know, I, it was almost just like a scene to fill like 45 seconds of runtime. I don't even yeah. know. Just a quick shot of Grandpa getting into his truck and driving off of the barn. Yeah, it was so. It was just such filler, uh, and then and then it just jumps to Amanda going to visit her husband's grave. Yes, yes. I mean, this is the anniversary of the day he died. So that's true. That's true. William Drindle. William says, Drindle. Nineteen thirty-five to nineteen sixty-eight. Yeah, he was young. Yeah. Thirty-three. Fuck. Wow. Uh. But yeah, she, uh, you know, uh, has a flashback of like them just, you know, cuddling in bed. Mm -hmm. uh, she misses her. She misses her man, seems like. Yeah. Yeah. Never gotten over that one. Um, well, to be honest, uh, <laughs> having your dad kill your husband and your dad is also the one that sexually assaulted you on uh yeah that'd be a lot to get over um she's got a yeah. lot of stuff to process just in yeah. general you know a lot yeah. of trauma a lot of trauma uh then you know as she's walking away from the grave it kind of cuts to, to following up with what beth and vera are doing they're like walking through the i don't know part of the property this all seems to be like on the property or something like even the graveyard seems to be nearby at least like right right uh, and they're talking about, you know, basically they're talking about how Beth wants to fuck Tom, uh, Roger. Yeah. You know, yeah. she's like, I'm hoping I can do some X-rated things. <laughs> you know? I'll, I'll teach him some new search and seizure techniques. Now, she's a horn dog, bro. Dude, like, Brett, Beth she, is horny, man. Like, like she some... literally just met this guy and already wants to fuck it's Dude, crazy she, yeah she wants the she wants you know rookie roger to take her to bucktown dude yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, like, does he, i wonder if he looks i wonder if he looks good out of uniform yeah she, <laughs> she has some cheesy shit to say yeah bro uh but they get like a quick little like a uh, scare appearance by amanda who like really like like weirdly goes up to Beth or goes up to Vera and is just like I was just at your father's grave, <laughs> like you know maybe you should go pay your respects. Mm -hmm. Like it was just like which isn't like you know maybe she should, but at the same time I was just sort of like it was like the way like her tone and like her demeanor was so off putting. You're just like oh, absolutely. But uh, yeah, and and so you know they kind of say like yeah they're gonna they're gonna they'll stop by the cemetery on, on the way to decorate the party hall. Yep, yep. And then it jumps to Nora hanging yep. out in the pool. Well, getting out. Yeah, of the pool. she definitely. I think there's like a line earlier about um, how she like comes from money or something like that. 
Um, cause yeah, she's got this like sprawling house with this gigantic pool in the backyard. I was like, and she, play, yeah. she's like wearing this, like, uh, like see-through <laughs> like mesh shirt. So yeah, I think classy people call it, call it sheer sheer. Thank you. I think I'm not I mean, very classy. We, we end up seeing her completely butt ass <laughs> naked here multiple times in a second anyway so i don't know why she wasn't just butt ass naked here too you know what i mean yeah it yeah it was kind of strange i was like this so long story short she takes a dip in the pool she takes a shower she's butt ass naked she gets, she gets a, out she's blow drying her hair yeah she she seems to hear a uh um a strange noise and we also see as a viewer someone from the waist down um wearing a red robe approach her house um yeah so after she gets you know she hears this noise she goes over and opens the door uh thinking that it's tommy and tells him that it's his last chance and she sees someone outside wearing this like um it's like a it's like a devil mask, but it also has uh, horns, tusks, and a beard. So it's kind of like yeah. this unique, like a uh, devil mask. And she obviously thinks that it's Tommy. Um, so she lets him in. Uh, she already has a bloody Mori, bloody Mori, <laughs> <laughs> bloody Mori, <laughs> a bloody Mary pole. Then she pours him a shot of something, and then she just can continues to get butt ass naked again and lays back on the couch so tommy can come give her you know that dick down oh yeah dude yeah she yeah uh beth ain't the only horny one in this movie yeah she's just like like she basically just like sprawls out and she's just like come come do what you what you know yeah. what you want and just don't uh, be so rough this time or something like that yeah yeah oh my god yeah she takes off her <laughs> her towel and you get another ass shot with the <laughs> Shitty pentagram tattoo. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, she like sprawls out, and the the masked uh, uh, person kind of like you know walks up, and you're like, "What's about to happen, man?" I mean, I think you mm -hmm. know, but right, like, right. But it like they pull out, isn't it like a, like they pull out like a garden tool? It's like a large gardening trowel. Yeah. 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 And just into the like wabap into the side of her fucking head, like he like oh it was, it was kind of cool, uh, yep. yeah. But you yeah. see like all three points like two in the head, one in the neck, like pr pretty good like blood coming out. Like she like, yeah. even has like a mouthful that she sput you know, like sputters out. Uh, it's solid. It's solid. Yeah, it's, it's not solid. like uh, it's nothing spectacular, but it's solid. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so clearly Nora is dead, and then yep. it just transitions yep. you to like fucking grandpa rolling up on the party all. Hey there, honey. Yeah, yeah he's he's brought a truckload of pumpkins as a gift, um, and he also in this scene, uh, sort of similar to what he already said to his daughter, he uh. walks up to Vera, his granddaughter, um, and tells her that uh how she is uh, turning growing into a tempting young lady yeah bro it's so cringy uh, it's disgusting yeah, growing into a very tempting young lady and he like, tries to give her you... a hug 
and yeah, it's so gross, dude. It's just such a gross moment. You're just yeah. like, he just, he just, like, what? Grandma's just such uh, yeah. a piece of shit, man. He's, just, he, he's yeah, he's vile. He's like and one of the way, vilest characters I feel like we've talked about on a, in a movie in a while, honestly. Yeah. Like, besides, you know, there's killers and all that stuff, but he's just like, he's so fucking gross, man. Like, just for so his, many layers. Just for uh, his personality and, like, not even, like, because at this point we don't know who the killer is and we don't find out who the killer is for a while, but regardless of that aspect just him as a human being yeah he yeah is despicable um and then we get introduced to uh vera's cornball boyfriend brian here <laughs> and that's a nice way of putting it because he's yeah. a fucking dingus dude yeah <laughs> yeah he is man he's such a dingus uh yeah he, he, he kind of like catches he hears like what grandpa's saying to her and like walks up and sort of you know like is like what you know oh yeah i think she's you know she is too like something off the cuff of that tempting comment mm -hmm. and uh then he you know eventually finds out that it's like her grandpa or whatever but he's like you know he's kind of like back off buddy you yeah. know because he seen it seems like some because it's you know you wouldn't say that to your granddaughter so it right. seems like it's some you know like weird old man trying to like make a move on his girl you know absolutely yeah without a doubt it's so <laughs> bad dude like it just it just like it makes it makes it all the worse because you're just like damn dude like grandpa has no shame he's not even like he's not even like hushing his voice man he's just out there like broadcasting like mm -hmm. uh, yeah. But, yeah grandpa and, and brian don't really get along Right. Uh, so you know leads to grandpa departing yeah he has a quick uh conversation with roger before he leaves um and him and roger don't seem to have uh that good of a relationship you know he calls him a goody two-shoes um <laughs> roger brings up about talks about how some of the strange things that have been going on like the grave robbing and the satanic rituals and this is where grandpa tells him that he can't sit around to jaw with the law yeah bro. Uh, <laughs> i can't sit around to jaw with the law <laughs> <laughs> tells roger I'll see you in hell roger yeah, yeah bro. <laughs> It's <laughs> <laughs> like fuck off, Raj. Yeah. So clearly Roger's his least favorite grandchild. Totally, totally. Oh man. Yeah. And then we have a quick conversation between uh Brian and Vera where uh Vera tells Brian um to go to the car and that she'll meet him there in five minutes so they can you know presumably go off to have some hanky panky and the next thing we know we see roger and uh beth holding hands walking to his dirt but walking to his motorcycle yeah to go for a ride so it's like damn they move quick dude everybody in this town just needs to buck man i guess so <laughs> it's crazy uh and yeah like that's when like you know that's when it jumps to like tommy back at the house right yeah what does he yeah. stumble upon oh yeah because he comes walking <laughs> on in and you know as he's like i don't know maybe heading to the kitchen or something 
he hears from the other room like some moaning, some mm-hmm. rustling around. Mm-hmm. And he stops. He stops and he snaps his neck, his head back. <laughs> his crazy ass, you know, his crazy face. <laughs> and he just goes and he like, you know, I, dude, Vera's door was still open, kind yeah, of. It was like cracked open. open, you know. And then like he just like walks up and he sees what's going on. He just goes barging on in because Brian and Vera are trying to get it, get it on. And you know, yeah, they're like, like in the starting stages, you know. Yeah, dude, like they're just getting, you know, they're fooling around at this point, but you Little. know. Heavy Dude. petting going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's trying to dip his wick for sure, but it doesn't. But Tommy's like, nope, nope. And he's and he just like barges in, grabs Brian, throws him against the <laughs> wall, like pins him up there. And then, like, you know, Vera's screaming, like, fuck off, Neil, get out of here, Tommy. Like, all this <laughs> And Tommy, like, grabs Brian by the hair and drags it's him awesome. out of the house and, like, throws him off the porch. <laughs> like, yeah. Next time you're dead, he tells him. Yeah, dude, Tommy ain't fucking around, man. It's fucking awesome. It's crazed. Uh, yeah, and then you know, like, then he, he, then you know, Brian is like, you know, storms off. Tommy goes down to his basement room and like throws his his Rambo headband back mm-hmm. on mm-hmm. and like packs a fucking duffel. And you know, last thing you see uh, before he zips up his duffel, he pulls out like a switch and. Whoosh, he also it's has a, it's uh, some some sort of black. Um, he also has a, a mask uh, yeah. that is a mask that looks identical to the mask that the person that killed Nora was wearing, like establishing him as a you know as a potential kill the red hair. He's a red herring right here, you know. Yeah. And obviously, so you know, even without seeing that, you know, you would there's a possibility that he's the killer but yeah he has like a cool little uh like switchblade that he tosses into this duffel bag um yeah and then you know as he like heads out you kind of uh you end up going you know following up with brian who's like walking through the graveyard everybody seems to just be like walking through the graveyard if i was brian i would have just went back in the house to get Farah. you know what i mean like i wouldn't just you go back in there and try and fuck again well, is that what you're saying? Not, or you just, not, oh, no, okay. I see no, what you're just saying. You just go, like, yeah. Make sure she's okay. You know, he's like, he's like oh, okay, Tommy's gone. I'm getting in. Yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he just decides to stroll through the cemetery, you know. That Tommy, what an asshole. Or I forget what he says, but he basically. Yeah, he's all huffing and puffing. And, yeah. and at one point, he, like, like a fucking dingus, he kicks, like, somebody's grave and, like, hurts his foot. He's like, ow. And he, like, Yeah, why would you do that? <laughs> yeah. You fucking idiot. Uh, but then, like, something kind of, like, spooks him. And you see, like, these shots of, like, you know, billowy robe, like a, the bottom of like a billowy robe and like a shovel, like banging against mm-hmm. a tree. And mm-hmm. like, and you know, you would just Who's imagine. There? Like, yeah. And so Brian just ends up like running and he ends up tripping into like an open grave. Jesus, how do you not fucking see that in front of you? How do you not? <laughs> I, 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 dingus, dude. He's a dingus. He said it. Uh, he yeah. So he trips right in there. There's like a bunch of bones littered in there. There's like a he picks up a skull and freaks out. That's right. Yeah. And 
you know, he's trying to get out and he turns and you see uh, the same, you know, cloaked figure with the mask that you that killed Nora. Oh, uh, this is awesome. Yeah. With a shovel. Oh, this is an awesome kill, dude. Uh, and Brian's like, no, please, you know, don't, you know, help me uh, or whatever. And he's like, you know, he's just whiny. And then whoa poof dude the shell the shell like the killer just like slams the shovel into his head but not like bonking him like slicing into his fucking face with it yeah it, i thought we were just gonna get a like light bash. bonk yeah and then like a buried alive type scenario yeah but no he buries that fucking shovel blade side up it straight into his fucking dome and it was a great shot it was a really great shot man i was like god dang that's like that was slick that took some uh, strength too for sure uh and yeah so clearly brian's finished and absolutely i think don't you do do you don't you get a shot of like some dirt going on him i think uh, i think they go to start but then it cuts away yeah and that's when uh, you can, the next scene's like a like a like the, a phone call between uh, Roger and, and Vera. Roger's like calling from a a payphone. If yes. anybody remembers them. Uh, Jesus Christ! Yeah. When was the last time you saw a payphone like out in the uh, wild? I don't even know, man. It's probably been like ten years. Like I don't even I don't even know. I can't even think of a single place around like Olympia here that I can think of that has a payphone. You know, it's a good question. Yeah, They're, yeah. I remember. I know, I, they, used to, I know they still exist. They have to somewhere. Probably small towns. Yeah, I remember. I used to use the the payphone across the street uh, from the high school. The one that was like outside of the uh, the pool. Yeah, the pool. I used to use that to prank phone call people back in the day. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I remember using a payphone a couple times to try to call like the uh, the porn lines, like the oh yeah like, yeah like like, like one eight hundred blowjob or one eight hundred sex <laughs> yeah and yeah. it would just be like the like the introductory like oh hey big boy hey. <laughs> I'm ready for you I just need you to insert two forty nine for the first minute <laughs> and you're like yeah not happening. No, but yeah, uh, they were perfect for prank calls. You know what I mean? You obviously didn't want to use your house phone that you know can be traced uh, with caller ID. So no. using a payphone was like the perfect crime. It, it worked out, man, so well. But yeah, so Roger like calls Vera, and he's basically just like, you know, she she tells him like I think what Tommy did, right? Like yeah, yeah, and he's just all like, you know. Like, well, like, thanks for setting me up with Beth. Like, that's not really like an in-depth conversation too much. We stopped. We stopped at the uh, market so she could get some passion fruit. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> and, oh yeah, that's when Vera's like, Vera's like, well, don't get too passionate. Like, I need you to bring her home by seven because right, they're, they're right. planning on getting dressed and going to the Halloween party together. Yep, yep. So this is the next thing we get is. Um, Amanda shows up and she seems to have some dirt on her face. Um, and she tells Vera that she was out working in the orchard and that, you know, she's the only one um, that does all the work around this place and gets essentially gets upset with Vera, telling her that all she does is spend time with her friends. Yeah. Um, 
you know so once again that like whole thing gets brought up again about you know you're not mommy's like little kids anymore you guys are growing up you know and she just is having a hard time with it yeah yeah exactly it's 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 definitely a strange dynamic for a character like how how stressed she seems to be about it Mm -hmm. um but uh then is it like then is it it, don't you go follow up with the grandpa after that yes we do because the sun (laughs) goes we get a shot of the sun going down um this sequence is so great it's, it's so great. absurd, dude. So like, yeah, the sun goes down, takes you to the you know grandpa's barn where him and all of his Satanist friends are there in their robes. Mm-hmm. Grandpa's like whole like, I think he's he's got some sort of chalice of some sort, and you know he's spewing off some shit, and then eventually he goes like, the hour, yeah, the hour of Satan has arrived. Yeah, and he's talking about how like they need to share the blood, share and, the blood. And there's like a severed goat head or whatever. Yeah. It looks like he it looks like he collects some blood in the chalice from them, from the it. powers in the blood. Yeah, and he passes that around, and then they pull up this like this like young blonde lady, like buxom blonde. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they like introduce introduce like they're inducting her into like the cult or something. The, uh, yeah, we're gonna ordain another into the coven. Yeah. And she's so, vowed to serve the master, he says. Yeah. They like lead her up and she's na- she's like naked at this point, of course, right? Yep, uh, yep, yep. And she there's like this like I don't know, this just this like like piece of wood dangling down from like a couple of chains hanging from the it's ceiling. It's like a bar she, kind of, yeah. Yeah, and she like grab like this lady grabs that and you know, you see shots of like other members in the mat, like that same mask that the killer has been wearing. Yep. yep. And uh, <laughs> and then like one of the Satanists, like you know, grabs this hot poker and like like brands the lady's ass and pulls it away. And it's just like it's the fucking pentagram. Yeah. Like, you know that the the same one that Nora had. So then we learn that yeah, it's not a tattoo. It was a brand. Yeah. It's crazy. But, yeah. It's so crazy, but it also it literally does look like somebody just dipped that in ink and then like they like you know like tried to smudge it on there. Mm-hmm. So ridiculous, but yeah, it was so, a crazy scene though. Yeah, just the goat head. There's the so much going chalice, on. the drinking of the blood, the sharing of the blood. He says that a lot in this movie. The powers yeah. in the blood. Yeah, that's that's like his whole thing, and it's kind of wild. Uh, but- yeah, as if that was wild, though, then the next thing we know, um, Roger decides to bring Beth along, uh, you know, because earlier in the movie, the sergeant wanted him to go check out the cemetery. Yeah. So he decides, I'm going to bring a civilian along with me, you know what I mean, to uh, check no. out this scene that my Sarge wanted me to check out. It's like, Would- what are you doing? For real, though. And also, like it took him so long to get there if you think about it sarge told him that like way earlier he, he, he <laughs> yeah. and Beth roll up and it's like fucking nighttime bro yeah it's like seven hours later <laughs> god damn rookie uh but yeah yeah they do they roll up and like as they're in the graveyard like initially there's like a group of people that they see like over mm-hmm. by a, a, a different grave and they all look like they're wearing like 
cloaks and costumes of some sort. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, Roger being the ever diligent rookie cop. Uh, yes. You, Beth, one hand holding Beth, the other one holding his gun. He goes like sneaking on up and like, <laughs> you know, pops out from behind the tree, revolver in hand, freeze. <laughs> and it's like a bunch of fucking kids. Yeah. We dropped our candy, they said. <laughs> <laughs> I love that Beth had a, has like some sort of line that's like, like you got you know because they're like we're, we're like we're going or whatever and she's like yeah you, you should go home because he is he would have shot you or something like that. and you're just like god damn dude yeah oh, just trigger get, happy you can tell man and then we get like three consecutive lines of awful dialogue oh, so yeah. uh, so we and we've already heard a joke like this earlier. Uh, when he was told about going to the cemetery. So Beth tells him that you're in grave trouble, which is like the second time we've heard a joke like that. And then he says, and then she asks him, which is probably one of my favorite lines in the movie though. Have you ever made it on a grave? She asks him (laughs) and he replies, I've never considered myself dead meat. And then she replies, and then (laughs) as if that wasn't bad enough, she replies, dead or alive, they all rise to my command. And then they just start making out. It's like, what the fuck? Oh my God, dude. It's so bad. And then they fuck in the cemetery next to this open grave and... I thought that they were going to discover um, Brian's dead body because there's kind of a creepy scene where she's like reaching around to hold, you know, his hand and thinks that she's holding his hand, but she's holding Brian's, you know, corpse hand. Um, But yeah, they just, they fuck uh, in the cemetery. (laughs) Yeah. And thankfully we, you know, we avoid having to watch a sex scene. Um, but yeah, it's crazy. They literally just met like, and I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that because we've all definitely had one night stands, but just in the context of a movie, it's crazy that they literally just met, you know, six hours ago and they're already fucking in a cemetery. <laughs> exactly, dude. <laughs> the cemetery fuck, man. Uh, yeah, it's crazy. Uh, and then, yeah, next thing you know, they're uh, all... Uh, up and at them they hop back on roger's ride and he uh zooms beth off to go drop her at at home to meet with vera yep you know yep rogers i feel like roger's done this before if i'm you know that's what it seems this is this gotta be a repeat hey he's he's got the pattern down he's like yep all right we'll buck on that that grave right there and then i'll just uh zoom you off into the yep yep Possibly, maybe that's uh, like his I MO. So. You know, I think so, man. He seems then, he seems he's boyish, but he's not. Right, right. It's like an act. It's like a yeah. yeah, maybe, maybe. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> but next thing we know, we're finally at this like uh, Halloween party that was advertised earlier, and um, you know, we see that there's a band there. Uh, there's a bunch of people having a good old time and this is when roger arrives and this blonde woman comes down the stairs flirts with him um and then she goes and like 
gives her glove to a cowboy and here's another yet another awful like laffy taffy sex joke howdy ma'am you need a good cow poke oh my god (laughs) but then this is one of the most shocking scenes in the movie to me because it just seems like this like town halloween party and out of fucking nowhere this blonde woman just starts this stripping act yeah uh, dude completely fucking like takes off her bra takes off her undies and just puts on this like stripper routine to the whole fucking crowd inside i was like what is going on that's what i kept thinking too dude i was like this small town halloween party is off the fucking wall like this like ladies and everybody's into it dude like everybody's like there's shots of all these other people in the crowd just like smiling and like going along with it yeah The, the, the fucking like weird like motley crew ripoff hair metal band that's playing just like stopping there just like yeah (laughs) (laughs) and yeah dude it's like I just think it's so funny to think I'm like, like to me, I just think this whole town's really dirty. Like everybody's horny as hell because they're all bucking down. And I like, guess you know, like, so. The, the, the town Halloween party hired a stripper for the crowd. Like that's really what I hope happened, you know? <laughs> but you would like not see that unless it was like a house party, you know? Yeah, what I mean? dude. But just like it was crazed. That's what I mean. Uh, like they show Roger there. He's like sipping his drink, kind of just like. Yeah, he's a police officer. He <laughs> seems to be like okay with this, you know. Yeah, dude. Public yeah. display of indecency. It was crazy. But uh But then but Yeah, oh my god. <laughs> 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 I, don't even, I don't even know how to begin to like describe how uh, like baffling the next oh, thing yeah. was to me. Oh yeah. Like, 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 as if the stripper thing at the party wasn't like a weird, like, curveball. Like, then you just have this like crazy scene where this character you don't see the the entire rest of the movie. Right, right. Like, goes outside, and like at first, you know, you think you're just having like there's like a whole crowd of people outside, right? And at first, you think like he, you know, he's just like talking up the party. Uh, he makes a comp mention about like has nobody been in there to see the stripper and then says something about like oh yeah she has great blue eyes or something like that you know <laughs> and the crowd starts busting up laughing and then he just starts like like a comedian on stage performing a fucking set like yeah. starts working the crowd and like just like telling this like v- like v- what seems like a rehearsed joke you know uh it was wild because it's just in the middle of nowhere, dude. And this whole thing goes on for so fucking long, it feels like. Yeah, it was a good, like, three to five minutes. Um, and, like, the jokes about, like, uh, like the, 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 like, porn jokes were yeah. pretty funny. You know, because uh, there's a scene where he talks about, you know, like, a centerfold in a nudie magazine and how it'll be them, like, bent over backwards, but then they'll have some nice phrase, like, I'm a science. I forget like what his like lines are, yeah. uh, but that's pretty funny. But then his like second act of the routine, the turkey. I don't understand how people thought this was funny. It was. It was, it, it was so bizarre. Because what does he do? I mean, he tells this like fucking weird, random ass joke about <laughs> like 
a like a turkey that was somebody's pet that gets lost in the woods or something <laughs> and then like like oh because it's like he's like telling a joke it's halloween man he's telling a fucking joke about like a thanksgiving turkey getting hunted that and, yeah 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 and he's like you know like at one point he gets surrounded by like all these hunters and he's just like and he just pretends to be a like a turkey when he's like, like so making weird. this like weird face he's like goblins are, oh, 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 you know like they can we like and he's like i don't know uh like I don't even and know for what some reason everyone this just was. thinks like, that this is hilarious. Yeah, he's just pretending to be a fucking. He's impersonating a turkey for like way too. This guy's long. hilarious. Yeah, <laughs> and then yeah. eventually, like the whole joke <laughs> leads to the turkey just getting like shot. And again, like this dude was like waiting for this moment or something as he like pretended to be like get like the turkey getting shot. He like. <laughs> He makes the gun sound and then he just throws his handful of feathers up in the air oh, and like that's falls right. on the ground. And you're that's like, right. what the fuck is like what? Like I was he's just walking around the pocket full of fucking feathers. Like he he's like Joe Bluth from, from Arrested Development with like like pennies in his pocket <laughs> or something. Like, like at any given moment he's just ready to tell this stand-up set. Like he's like, was, he's like this is my fifteen, man. I'm ready. You like it, it is just so off putting like yeah and it kills the momentum of any momentum the movie had if you ask me like you're going through some stuff and then this happened and you're just like it's like such a fucking weird like suck you're just like what the hell it was like, definitely um like you said it was a it was a weird curveball that happened um and it was just so unnecessary and i was just like what was the Oh my god, yeah. It was I don't even know what else to say about it. Yeah. Um it's, it's a just, unique it's so unique scene and one that I really can't compare uh, to anything else that I've seen. Um, yeah. So yeah, this whole impromptu outside of the party stand-up routine ends and we go back to Beth and Vera who are putting the finishing touches on um their outfits and this is where beth you know uh fills in her that she fucked her brother um <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and they, they talk very, about it like very casually you know right them. yeah Vera's like you sure you two sure didn't waste any time <laughs> time yeah jesus christ she also like has this picture of uh all three of the siblings together you know at some earlier point in time they all look kind of happy together dude i love uh, it though beth like sees it picks it up and just goes can i have this <laughs> <laughs> i missed that that's hilarious it's, just like, it's like you think okay maybe it's just like a picture of roger or something but yeah it's like a picture of all the siblings and you're just like fuck off lady like no yeah, I'm not going to give you my touching family photo. Can I have this? <laughs> yeah, so then uh, after that, she brings the conversation back to... Uh, Vera brings the conversation back to, where did you guys do it? And next thing we know, the two of them are now at the fucking cemetery. Oh God, dude, so everybody. Can, like, visually show her where she just fucked her brother. <laughs> yeah, she literally, like, wants to walk her over there, like, point at the ground and be like, that's the what, that's the place. It's so weird. Like, you could have literally just been like, we fucked at the cemetery, not, I need you to take me to the place where you just fucked my brother. Like, it is so weird yeah, to me. Yeah, dude. 
there's the <laughs> this yeah i just didn't understand that move but you know they walk they do walk on over to the spot uh and in you know vera kind of looking around uh sees that hand you mentioned earlier that you know mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. thinks that beth is playing another prank on her like haha beth really funny first the spider now now this fake hand yep. and beth's yep. like what are you talking about and like this was like a really dumb moment if you ask me like uh you know vera like just isn't bothering listening to beth and like you know goes up and pick grabs the hand and starts like yanking on it and as soon as i would have felt like more weight than just the like what i presumed was a fake hand right right right. i probably would have been like what the fuck's going on but vera just like pulls the whole thing out and it's fucking brian's dead body that she pulls out of this fucking mound of dirt yeah that would be pretty traumatizing yeah oh god yeah and you know this is where like you know vera clearly like freaks out uh beth's obviously upset too but vera's like grandpa did the money or no she's like tommy must have done this i yeah. won't let him get away with this you i'll know. get him for this if it's the last thing i do she yeah says. dude she's going down she's going down from the road of vengeance now yeah uh, and this leads them to grandpa's property yeah you know, the, um she is like you said she is now she needs to go you know get her vengeance so they roll up at the property and vera tells beth to wait outside and that this is a quote-unquote family matter dude i was like of course it is yeah yeah i would not have gone in there solo though i don't know why if she just thought that tommy fucking killed somebody why would you leave like your only like backup behind you know it is a pretty good question and so and, she proceeds. Yeah. What's up? What were you going to say? Go, no, just go for it. I was just going to talk about how she goes. Next thing you know, she's like storming on into that goddamn farm. Yeah. Because er, earlier when they were doing the ceremony, um, it didn't show Tommy. So we don't know if he was there or not. It didn't show him. But at this yeah. point, Tommy's there. And Vera enters. And very similar to. Um, you know, way earlier in the movie when Bill entered, uh, Grandpa has like a very similar reaction to Vera coming in, um, telling her, you shouldn't have come here. You know, you've oh, yeah. intr- intruded on the ceremony of blood and you must pay the price for your sacrilege. And, so you know, the group grabs her um, and ties her up. And this is where Grandpa you know, reaches for this like um, weird looking knife on the table and tells Tommy that he needs to release the power and hands him the knife. And, you know, Tommy uh, gets near Vera. He raises the knife and grandpa tells, tells him that he must share the blood as Vera is pleading with him. And what is, what is, and he tells him you must prove yourself to the master. And what does Tommy end up doing? Dude, for like, you know, it's, it gets tense, man. Tommy's got this crazy look in his eyes, like always. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's that drindle a, look. Yeah, that, that drindle look. And, you know, uh, he's thinking about it, he's thinking about it, he's thinking about it, and then he takes the knife and he just slices the ropes that are that are uh, 
you know, binding Vera and frees her and like, you know, ru- like tells her to run and they, she runs out of the barn and Tommy kind of like stays behind for a moment with the knife, you know, just maybe like fend off any would be chasers. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. And then he also ends up bolting, but, uh, you know, well, gr- yeah, grandpa has a, some more, you know, um, ridiculous dialogue to yell at him first because he tells Tommy that in the kingdom of hell they are his family and that no one else matters but the master and that he has failed him um and you know like he said Tommy runs off uh runs off in tears Mm -hmm. and the group asks if they shall bring him back and grandpa says no and then says I now know what I must do I have no choice and it shows him picking up the mask yeah. So definitely occur, you know, an unexpected um, scenario played out there. But I was surprised. I thought Tommy would, you know, I didn't expect Tommy to uh, do the right thing in that situation and free no. his sister. No, I thought he was going to straight up stab her, dude. Absolutely. And then we go back to the party where another kind of you know interesting thing is going on and as if a stripper a stand-up routine wasn't enough now we've got a snake charmer performing this party is fucking wild man like what the heck is going on yeah the snake charmer is like you know uh dancing with this big old snake and uh, getting like you know, getting close to some people like like the cow, like a, another cowboy, a different cowboy from earlier. Okay, you know, yeah. And, uh, and it's like I'd say it's it's a quick quickish scene. It feels like it's like a, way too long for what it is, but you know, it's just I feel it, like it's like a. I feel like I don't know. I could be wrong, but I feel like they were just filler scenes almost. Yeah, you know what totally. I mean? Yeah. Um. And then, you know, it takes you right from there to Amanda at the house. Yeah. And she hangs up this, like, memorial wreath for Bill Drindle, her uh, mm-hmm. late husband, on the and then, like, uh, like goes and sits down and lights this jack-o'-lantern. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's a quick scene. You it's know, another quick scene, you know. Um, just yeah. showing us what she's up to. And then it jumps you back to the party where this uh, denim-clad cowboy walks up to this lady dressed as... Uh, oh, my God. I don't know. Like, uh, like, she, I, there's also, like, multiple... There's, like, a Native American... A dude dressed like a Native American. There's This lady's dressed like, a, I don't know, like a geisha of some sort or something like that, you know, like... Uh, and this dude does make a, like, a, un, a comment. He walks up to her and is like, you want to be my geisha? And, yeah, just more, you know, cheesy jokes from horny men, essentially. Yeah. And, you know, she blows them off and then it jumps you into into the, the party going on inside. Mm-hmm. You know, the rock bands kick in. This uh, lady, I don't even know what her fucking costume is. She dresses like a southern belle or something. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, locks, locks her eyes on, on, you know, rookie officer Roger who's sitting there diligently watching the crowd while sipping some punch. Uh, and you hear her like kind of flirting with them and it pans down and you see uh, who you presume to be grandpa because you just saw him grab this mask mm-hmm. in his robes uh, at the party. 
Yeah, you see, yeah, that hooded masked figure just chilling in the corner like a creep. Yeah. Uh, but she also makes a dirty joke. She, she, because oh <laughs> she like tries to flirt with Roger and he's like, sorry, ma'am, like I'm on duty. And she goes, sometime when you're off duty, I'd love to pull your trigger. Oh my and God, dude. At this point in the movie, like it was just overkill um with all these awful 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 like pun uh dirty jokes like it was just overkill um and it was really fucking annoying yeah but yeah so we we see that figure standing in the corner um and you know we we've seen his followers wearing them. The last thing we saw was grandpa putting the mask on. You know, Tommy was shown with it. So we're not sure like who this could be, but like you said, we're led to believe that it's grandpa. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, so, you know, like Roger, obviously like Beth and Vera show up and you know, all that. And so, um, you know, they have like a quick, basically like, you know their interaction with Roger. You don't hear, right, right. And because we like, follow up with that Southern Bell. Yeah, and uh, honestly, this scene was also just kind of crazy, like kind of kind of wild in a way. So like she like goes into this restroom, and uh, immediately, almost immediately, after her going in there and closing the door. Uh, like you said, the 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 robed figure walks in, and like she just starts gabbing at the at the individual. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. you don't know who the fuck that is, lady. Like that could be literally anybody. And she just walks right on up to to the person and is like, "Oh, I thought I was gonna go home early after one dance, but then I met this, you know, handsome officer. I think <laughs> I want to take him home." Like, like yeah. Like just like, just like just girl spouting. talk, you yeah, know what dude, I mean? But it's like you, this is a complete stranger. <laughs> like, fuck off. Yep. And while the, and while this is happening, we get a quick shot of Roger going outside to get on his bike to presumably go to the barn. But yeah, yeah. continue with the uh, her gabbing away. Yeah, dude. Yeah. So she's like spewing off, and one thing leads to another, and somehow she asks this person uh, that she just met, you know, to like help her fix her. Uh, corset, like, yes, her corset, and in a a very unnecessary sequence, like the person in in the the Satanist mask is like, like you know, pulling the corset strings and pulling them so tight, and this is all in between like shots of the rock band just like kicking and like the hi hat mm-hmm. and the drum set and shit, <laughs> and, like, and like and like just pulls it like pulling this lady's uh course it's so tight that her chest begins to pop out like they're mm-hmm. really focused on that for a bit here yeah and what looks like the moment she almost like maybe passes out because like because you know like her air has been so restricted and her breath you know like the the killer takes a blade and shoves it into her back and like mm-hmm. you know, twists it around a bit and then you have this really quick shot it felt really quick but it was a cool shot of like a little more of that but like a little closer up and like blood spewing out as like Mm -hmm. the knife's like kind of like going into this like flesh yep it was a pretty cool cool little shot but yeah so like this lady just gets axed right there right 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 just in the bathroom in the middle of the party pretty ballsy yeah 
And then uh, the next thing we know, we are back at the barn and we've got the Sarge, we've got Roger and another unnamed cop who, you know, are there to investigate. And when they come into the barn, not only is there nobody there, but there's also no sign of any activity um, that has been happening in there. It's like the pentagram's been covered up. There's no candles. There's no goat's head. There's no nothing. Um, and this is where Sarge is like, you you, you know, uh, suggests that someone pulled a prank. And remember, kid, it's Halloween. And yeah. <laughs> ah, 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 ah. Remember, kid. Yeah. So it's so it's like you know at this point. Um, it seems like Roger's on his own with this, like, uh, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. the sergeant just thinks that it's just like Halloween hijinks. So their search uh, was not fruitful. No. Um, and then it jumps you back to the party where, like, Beth and Vera are, like, you know, s- still trying to kind of just, you know, deal like deal with the you know whatever you know what they have just dealt with all night you know grandpa almost get you know Vera almost getting killed discovering Brian's body totally uh, yeah she's in she's in tears you know rightfully so and one thing leads to another and somehow like Vera's like maybe I need to go fix my face oh it's because some lady like like walks by and goes like you're looking good Vera or something like that oh yeah (laughs) Yeah. some like catty ass (laughs) shit like get the fuck out of here bitch like yeah so so Beth and Vera go to the bathroom and while like looking at her you know her makeup and stuff in the mirror uh like she kind of like nudges Beth or whatever and like they point out that there's like this, you know, whatever the Southern Bell's character's name is, but so that she's like, like kind of resting against the wall and, uh, behind them, mm-hmm. and she's like pale as fuck looking. Yeah, you know for real. I mean? And they're just like, <laughs> some people can't handle their booze or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> she must have had like one too many or something like that. Yeah. So they just think that she's fucking drunk, passed out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and. uh Right as they're about to exit, Vera asked Beth if she could uh, hang up their, her coat. Mm-hmm. And so she Beth kind of stays behind as Vera exits the restroom. Mm-hmm. And uh, so Beth goes over to this like closet that's in the ladies' room here and uh, uh, starts hanging up the coats. And from out of the closet, uh, oh no no! So she goes and like tries to like doesn't she try to like wake the person up or whatever? Yeah, because she she yeah she puts the coats in the closet, closes them. And after she turns her back, that's when um, she notices that the other woman is dead and starts screaming. But before she can ever make it too far, uh, um, the killer, you know, uh, um, strangles her. Yeah. Yeah. Or excuse me. So uh, we got that wrong. So what happens is she turns her back to the killer um after she closes the uh closet and the killer emerges with a rope puts it around her throat and strangles her uh and pulls her back into the closet and then this is where vera comes back in to look for beth and vera is the one uh that opens the closet and sees her hanging there dead with blood dripping from her face and then also notices that the other person is dead as well yeah so as if as if her night wasn't 
bad enough, um, then this happens. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. And like, so this all happens and then you see this quick shot of like somebody else, somebody in a, you know, the, the Satanist robes kind of stumbling into the party. Yeah. Almost uh, like they re-entered or I don't know, you know what yeah. I mean? You're, it's kind of confusing. And Vera uh, then exits the bathroom and, you know, uh, runs into her grandpa or, or whoever or who she thinks. Sorry. God damn it. She thinks it's Tommy. Yes. She thinks the, the, the masked hooded figure is Tommy. Yeah. And like, uh, it's revealed to be grandpa who like, yeah. you know, says some like crazy shit. And you know, like, like, you know, tonight you belong you. to Satan. Yeah. That's right. Uh, but then like, Oh my God. Like the cut, like the, the editing in this the whole sequence is so crazy. So like from behind, uh, Vera, you see this other person mm -hmm. in a mask and, and robes up here. Grandpa mm -hmm. sees him and like puts his mask back on. Yep. And grandpa's wearing full on, like the full on robe and like regalia, like for that we've seen him in from earlier. Right. And then there's this like quick cut. And then the next the next sequence it cuts in and like uh the robed figure like bum rushes past Vera, who they're I feel like they're in completely different spots than they were in, in the scene before. Okay. And like takes this that same like gardening uh what what was it, what'd you call it again? Uh like a trowel. Yeah. And like like this character and this other masked character who's in like a plaid shirt now and just the mask uh get into like a fucking sword fight because this person in the plaid shirt has like a machete on them or something all of a he, sudden he he grabbed a sword from a nearby oh party goer okay I'm, i missed that i was just like where the fuck did that come from but they have this like this like sword fight basically ching ka ching ka ching they're like and they're like they're battling up the staircase and like it's so ridiculous dude and uh and then like Next thing you know, the person with the the gardening tool gets the upper hand and like thwaps the other person, knocking them off the top of the stairs, killing and, Grandpa. Yeah, but that's what I mean. Like I did not when I first watched this, I did not realize that was Grandpa because he was wearing all of a sudden like I, like all yeah, of his robes weird, were huh? gone and he's just wearing like a fucking regular shirt. Yeah, I don't know if they fucked that up. But you know what's even crazier to me is that after the other masked figure stabs Grandpa and Grandpa plummets from the stairs, um, Vera cries about her Grandpa being dead, even though her Grandpa, you know, had tried to kill her and then just came to the party and told her that, you know, she belongs to Satan and was presumably going to take her and kill her. And now all of a sudden, you know, she's upset and crying about, uh, uh, you know, grandpa's grandpa being stabbed. It yeah. was just like, that doesn't make any fucking sense to me. No, dude. Like it was so fucking weird, honestly. But with this dying breath, because Roger shows up, you know, just like, Johnny on the spot, like, happens to show up right at the tail end of this whole uh, scenario. Yeah. And with Grandpa's dying breath, 
he reaches his hands up to Roger and like touches him on the face and says, the power is in the blood. And then um, the other masked figure runs off and everyone thinks that it's Tommy and Roger pulls out his handgun and fires off a shot, you know, shooting yeah. the person in the shoulder. Um, but they're able to still scurry away and make it out the door and run away. Yeah. All, um, it, it's just such a, like, such a baffling sequence. And also like that, in that part, that moment when grandpa reaches up and like touches Roger's forehead, uh, this like red light, like dot appears on Roger's forehead. Oh, I didn't catch that. Yeah. I was like, I saw it and I was just like, what is that supposed to be? And, hmm. uh, but yeah, so like he, you know, Roger fires off, hits, hits the other killer and, that person goes like stumbling out of the building clearly wounded and yes this sort of like you know sequence where they they run out of the party through some like wooded area or something uh it's a pretty long scene it, it really is i was kind of surprised like sometimes like in this movie there's been like some scenes that really didn't need to be there and some scenes mm -hmm. that were really too long mm -hmm. you know um and like eventually when the person stumbles down uh they reach up and take off their hood and their mask and just release all this blonde blonde hair and it's fucking amanda their mother yeah i i'm not gonna lie um i saw this coming <laughs> i had a feeling just with like how weird she was with like the whole family aspect and she's a gardener and had dirt on her face like I don't know. I had, a, I had a feeling it was the mom. Okay. Okay. It got me. I was like, oh, shit. Uh, but yeah, she may, manages to make her way all the way to the grave of her, mm -hmm. uh, of Bill, oh, uh, Bill Drindle, her, uh, yep. her, her husband. And um, she's like, you know, basically it's like laying on his grave, bleeding out, pretty much resigned to die, it seems like. Yep. Uh, and up comes tommy of all the kids you know and like tries to like give her some comfort in her final moments it seems like you know like wow oh, it's tommy it's me you know yeah it's like he's you know he's turning a different person than he yeah. was you know and uh she talks about how she only wanted to keep her family yeah um and tommy tells her i'm sorry I love you. And she says it back as they hug and she dies in his arms. It's a tragic scene. Um, but then. Yeah, dude. <laughs> I, didn't, I, I didn't see this coming. You know, we get a classic like shock, you know, twist ending, which I thought was pretty solid. Uh, so, so what, what, where does it take you from there? That Where does it go? So yeah, you know, Tommy and her embrace as she as she dies and um you know, he kind of sets her back on the ground whimpering. He kneels down and rests his head on hers. And this is where the screen goes black and you think that uh that's the end of the movie, which would have certainly left the movie on a super big cliffhanger yeah. because everybody thought that Tommy was the killer and he's the only one that witnessed that it was his mom. But anyway, so the the screen goes black. And the next thing we know is it, we come to the camera, like back at the barn and 
another ceremony going on and we see this hooded figure and the hooded figure turns around and Roger fucking looks at the camera and says, we welcome the night as the movie ends and I'm the devil's son starts playing again. And the devil's son, dude. It was it was a cool fucking way to end the movie, honestly. Totally, yeah. yeah. Good, good guy, Cop Rogers, the new, you know. Yeah. Satanic cult leader. I thought that was pretty solid. Yeah, dude. Well, and so like what I immediately thought after seeing that twist, so like that whole sequence with Grandpa, you know, in his dying breath and seeing that like red dot that I was talking about. I was like, I feel like Grandpa somehow maybe transferred himself into Roger. That's a possibility. You know what I mean? Uh, But that's just pure speculation. There's no, no concrete there. But yeah, I was like, that's all. I was like, I thought that was such a cool way to end it. I was like, dope. Absolutely. Uh, Yeah. This, I mean, this movie, I like, there is some very strange stuff in this movie, but it was also to me it was a pretty darn entertaining movie for the most oh, part yeah. oh, because yeah. it just like not because of like you know like it was good but just because there's so much that like left you like either laughing at it or being like what the fuck is going on you know <laughs> yeah it there was, was some in- interesting choices for the party scenes yeah uh but yeah i mean honestly I would I would definitely recommend this this one to people to watch at some point, you know. Oh yeah, I, it's entertaining. Um aside from like some of the uncomfortable themes that happened earlier in the movie, mm-hmm. you know, it's still pretty entertaining. Yeah. Uh, and the whole well, just like once again just some of the baffling you know creative choices for the party scene I'll still leave me scratching my head um but i would probably give it like a i'll give it like a solid like six and a half seven um six and a half seven uh grandpa and tommy um uh devil horning together set of ten, you know locking devil t- horning you know, because they like lock it and they like go up and go to the left and they do this like whole like pattern, you know. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah man. I mean, uh, I mean, I, I guess I'm probably in like the same boat. I would probably give it like like a like a seven, uh, seven. Uh, book some devilish ladies shooting green lasers out of their eyes out of 10 yeah uh damn because it was dude it was like it was just kind of like a funny movie to me and i thought that was entertaining enough you know i I wouldn't say it's like super spooky right right but and i do i did like the twists i like i said like the the twist with amanda got me which i enjoyed and i thought that was the big twist but then leaving it off with roger turning around in the hood i was like oh fuck dude (laughs) (laughs) yeah it was a cool little you know shock ending so definitely i would definitely tell you corn dogs to check it out it's it's on tubi so you know yeah you might as well this shit's free so before we 
before we started to record, I was finishing up a uh, drumstick, and it made me think of um, the Ice Cream Man <laughs> and the ridiculous opening sequence where uh, Butch Brickle gets gunned down uh, in broad daylight by this group of, of this you know this car pulls up and this guy whips out a tommy gun and just <laughs> yeah bro it's the mob that rolls up and just oh my like hoses God. down the gunman or the it's, ice cream man oh, it's, just... it's so incredible i was like literally like just a couple of days ago telling somebody about that like i was just like it you know the ice cream man just opens up with this like wild sequence it's oh man that movie's so great it's oh, grenadine so for my ice cream treats yeah it's a class <laughs> for my ice cream treats <laughs> i love that movie oh, i feel like oh. it's been a while since we've talked about uh good old good old clint howard oh yeah dude yeah, we we should do that. Should we should really try and find the Clint Howard movie for for an episode coming up? It's been a while, man. It has, yeah, since uh, Ticks. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh fuck! All right, corn dogs. Well, episode one hundred and seven in in the bank. Yes, so, sir. You know, keep on listening. We'll keep churning them out. We'll churn that stuff like ice cream. Damn, Skippy. Oh. Well, I guess we'll, uh, you know, we'll watch some horror. You should watch some horror and we'll see you on the next one. Yeah, we might have to, you know, it's that coming up on that uh, Christmas time of year. I uh, Have we done all, all the Silent Night, Deadly Nights now? No, but the only one we haven't done, we don't need to do because it's not that good. Okay. Um, but I watched this movie on Shudder last night called... Uh, a, it just popped up on Shutter, I think, like on the like yesterday. Uh, called "It's a Wonderful Knife." Um, mm. It was pretty solid, you know. It has uh, um, uh, Jason um, Jason Long in it, which he's uh, been in some pretty good horror movies recently. Um, it wasn't like a like a blow your mind type horror movie, but it was you know it was fun. It has a cool killer design and. Okay. Okay. So oh, it's yeah, it's that time of year. Knife. Yeah. Was, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, sleigh bells and all that. Mm-hmm. Santa sleigh. Yeah, we've done. You know, we've done Santa sleigh. We've done three of. Are we done? Uh, a handful of the Silent Night, Deadly Nights. We've done. Uh, we did Jack Frost. Did Jack Frost? Uh, we did. Um, uh, why can't I think of it? The other like uh, uh, classic uh, guy dresses up as Santa and kills people. It's one oh, of my favorites. Um, oh my god, dude! I just saw like the cover of it too. Like, uh, not like oh, what is it it's called? Gonna, it's gonna piss me off that I can't think of the name. Yeah, it's gonna bother me now. But yeah, we've the... done quite a few of the you know Christmas movies, but I'm sure we could find another one. Yeah. Uh, all right, well, stay tuned. We might have some Christmas for you on the next. Yes, sir.